The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. This episode of Wrestling Night in Canada is dedicated to the memories of Bobby Eaton, Jody Hamilton the Assassin, and Super Porky. You're listening to Wrestling Night in Canada on the Shining Wizards Network with your hosts, Matt Copper, Dustin Maruka, and Snowy White. What's up, everyone? Welcome. Well, a beautiful episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. Nice. I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. I'm Dustin Maruka. Hey, guys, what's going on? Oh, it's summertime's nearing its end, but it's still fucking disgustingly uh-huh. hot, hot outside. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, you know, it's, can't complain. Life's, life's pretty pretty sweet. Everything's getting back to normal. Shows are coming back. It's uh, The studio's starting to get more business again. It's it's great. Things are looking up. Sense, a little sense of, uh, I hate to use the word normalcy. <laughs> but because yeah, I hate, I know how much you hate the word normal or normies snowy. So, ah, yes, <laughs> normies. Yes. Yeah. normies yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no, but but this, this, this is what we wanted. Like, with like the words the new normal were mm. being thrown around. I'm like, fuck that. Like, this is not the new normal. What I want the new abnormal is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's 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 go back to where things were abnormal, mm-hmm. you know, at least in our crazy world we're probably a little bit later throwing this episode out but that was kind of i don't want to say my fault but this past weekend um guys i took my dad out mm-hmm. you may you may well of course you we will recall i don't know how many episodes ago back i, dedica- oh, yeah, I dedicated it's... an episode to my father who had who had who had passed away and i took him out to saskatchewan where he was born born and raised and so it was appropriate mm-hmm. that we took him out there or else we probably would have had this show out i don't know maybe three four days ago so yeah priorities, thank you man. yeah mm-hmm. for sure for sure yeah. life life kind of and that's that's the way it is for everything not just podcasts and all that but you know you're you're a record producer ducky you're in a band Mm-hmm. You know, shit happens. You know, for <laughs> especially for you. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you said it, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, right. that's right. And stuff like that always takes priority. But we're gonna make it up to all of our beautiful listeners with this fantastic episode tonight. We got a lot to talk about. But before we kind of get to that, at the top of the hop, you had heard a dedication, and some of them by now. You might be might be saying, well, holy shit, that was a while ago. Why are you still talking about it? It's always going to be relevant. Yep. You know, and so some some of these I thought maybe it would be a good idea, especially like last night. Uh or like I watched Triple Mania last night. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it was actually Saturday. Saturday. It, Saturday it night, live. and it's yeah. Monday night as we speak, and they did they did a um a pretty good tribute to one super porky okay as well he um if you guys uh, how familiar were you guys with 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 super porky uh not very i'm not gonna uh, lie no i don't think he the only he um just had a small run in the wwf for in a little while in like 1995 or or something like that and like 
Who who remembers that? Like I had to be reminded. Yeah, of, like of if, if you asked me who Super Porky was, my first answer would probably be like a superhero version of Porky Pig from yeah, Looney Tunes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably was. Well, oh see, no, that's... that's what they'll do to Adam Cole. <laughs> oh Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. Yeah, don't yeah, that's that's Adam don't... Cole Pork Pork. Let's <laughs> don't put it out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll always I He'll quit on the spot if they do that to him. I'll be like, hip, 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 hip. That's all, baby. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Just to hear that, that would be great. That would. That would definitely Fantastic. work. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I can see him doing that on a BTE now. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Adam, if you're listening, do this, please. Yeah, please sign with AEW. You've done everything in NXT, and there's nothing for you on Raw. That's right. Don't That's go to Raw. Please. Don't go oh, to Raw. God. No, no, I totally agree. I remember Super Super Porky from the AAA programs. We were getting them for a while um, late Friday nights on the Telelatino network. Oh, right. Yeah. And because it was, it was like wrestling, and then there was this, this soap opera smut show called Latin, Latin Lover. Latin Lover. Yeah. And it's just like, holy geez. I, like, watched, I watched a lot of Latin Lover when I was a teenager. <laughs> don't, I'm, I, I'm not going yeah, to hide got, that fact. <laughs> it got pretty risque, I got to yep. say. Like, yep. Like that's definitely I, I never saw that on another world. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, so yeah, that's where I saw Super Porky, and I was like, okay, this guy's this guy's over huge, mm-hmm. and he was kind of like the the old dust Dusty Rhodes, okay, you know, from a different era and mm-hmm. all that. He was kind of had the same vibe, and def definitely the that type of showmanship. And the the fan base was. Definitely are, are we talking? Are we talking WCW Dusty Rhodes or WWF Dusty Rhodes? Where, <laughs> where they just put him up well, there to shuck and jive? And, yeah, well, <laughs> it's mostly N- NWA and then a little bit and elbow of people. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And the polka dots. Yeah. <laughs> the polka dots. Oh, oh. oh, don't remind me of the polka dot roads. That was brutal. And to this day, I still say that was just a rib. Oh, absolutely! Like that, like that was just Vince. Well, fucking same, rib. same with the Red Rooster. Like the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. That kind of reminds me of a. Maybe that's something we should be thinking about for for a future turnbuckle talk. Just all of these great wrestlers from the territories get signed on to either the WWF or WCW, and then get just, ruined. I wonder who was ruined. Mantar. Mantar? Didn't who, they? Who was Mantar? <laughs> well, Mantar didn't wrestle in the in the helmet or the 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 Minotaur mask. So I I don't know. I don't remember his name, but I'm sure it's well known. <laughs> Mantar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or shark. Yeah. Shark. Typhoon. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that was earthquake. Wasn't earthquake. It? Yeah. 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 Or earthquake. Wasn't earthquake the Shockmaster? No, the no, um, ty- was, Typhoon. Typhoon was, was yeah. the Shockmaster. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking about that Shockmaster earlier today. It's With like, his Stormtrooper yeah. helmet and his Dr. Claw voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. Speaking of the old territory days, oh, geez. At one point, there was never a more over-wrestler than the Assassin. The Assassin, right. Jody Hamilton. Like, he was just... He first, first starting out, like, as part of the Assassins and then kind of starting going out on his own as just the assassin and all that just bouncing around from territory to territory and he was just over over everywhere and it just it didn't unfortunately it's it's the type of character that should have had 
a lot more longevity than it actually did. Mm. And to Jody Hamilton's credit, his 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 dying years, you know, within the territory and his career, going to Continental Record Records, Continental re- Wrestling <laughs> no Records. Okay. Continental Records. We're not on radioactive metal radio. here, man. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah. Does he owe some beer for that? Uh, we well, didn't so. say it outright, so no. That's right. <laughs> so. That's right. <laughs> that's we'll get right. him again. Yeah. <laughs> He'll he... slip up sooner or later. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. Switching over to Continental, he changed up gimmicks to uh, as as the Flame, the Flame. Okay. Totally reinvented himself and was just just as as nasty and over as as ever. And I just I wish I, I would like to see more more of well, just the territory ideals in general in in pro wrestling today. But just guys guys like Joe Jody Hamilton, for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. And we're going to save talking about beautiful Bobby Eaton a little bit later on yep. in tonight's Turnbuckle Talk. But before we you know, get into the rest of it, I do want to mention the, um, the loss of Dusty Hill. Oh, yeah, from ZZ from, Top. From ZZ Top. Yep. And now maybe our listeners might be like, dude, wrong show. What the fuck are you talking about ZZ Top for? And all he was, that. He's been on Raw. He's, he's a part of wrestling. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He was you, a guest announcer. Yeah. When you really break Sorry, it down. Sorry, guest host. Yeah. Yeah. When you break it down, everything like ZZ Top like, has done, particularly with the music, and even before guest hosting on Raw and contributing music to the WWF, Mm-hmm. Go back once again to to the territory days, where they weren't making original music for the most part. The Freebirds had Bad Street USA and all mm-hmm. that, but for the most part, they were using real music without licensing it. Just praying they didn't get sued. Yeah, praying the wrong person didn't hear it. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. so it's the independent scene. We're basically, yeah, so yeah, we're yeah. probably like, the Indies today. Yeah, it's like right. uh, what's his face? That documentary we just watched, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Tremont. Matt Tremont, how he used us. Uh, uh, journey song uh separate ways for his theme song yep oh jeez, yeah. that, that could be a lawsuit and a half waiting to happen oh yeah yeah but now he's retired so it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah and danny havoc rest in peace needs to use hungry like the wolf oh yeah or ec or all the ecw like rob van dam used walk and uh the sandman used enter sandman mm-hmm. yeah I, I wouldn't want Lars Ulrich to get wind of that. You saw theme 20 years ago. <laughs> 30. The 30th anniversary of the Black Album was just the other day. So, yeah. Oh, shit, that's it's, right. It's, it's, been a, it's been a minute Has since the album. It's been 30 years already? Since the Black Album, yep. 1991. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, another off topic since we're talking about music. Uh, 34 years to go today is Mayhem Death Crush. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. And also, we're closer to 2050 than we are to 1990. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that one. Yeah. <laughs> Process that for a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, ZZ Top, way back in the day, during the during the territory days, they a lot of their music was used. Sharp Dressed Man for the Fantastics and the Fabulous Ones. Yep. Uh, they, you know, that uh, was a mainstay. Did uh, Kid Rock did a remake of Legs for Stacy Keebler's theme song? That's the right. Yeah, yep. yeah, and and that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, for her, yeah, for her, yeah, because she had a hell of a set of gams on mm-hmm. her, and she sure did. Yeah, uh, that's an outdated hell of term. A set of gams. gams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. She was a very attractive young woman. There we are. I'm sure there she still are. is. There we are. <laughs> definitely, definitely, and um, up here in Canada, 
before or just after the national the 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 WF expansion but before going on national cable TV and all that they had the syndicated programs and up here in Canada we had Maple Leaf Wrestling okay the theme to that was Easy Top's got me under pressure and I, every time I hear that song and it's still it's still my favorite song off a of Top's Eliminator album every time I hear that song I still remember the vignette of the various different of the people of the wrestlers coming to the ring and of small clips of them of people fighting and throwing them into the ropes and all that. All of that comes rushing back every time I hear that song. It's amazing. Like they say what music is such a mental stimulant. Mm-hmm. And whew, it definitely was for that. It's the so. easiest way to time travel. Yeah, oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> For sure, for sure. You don't you you don't need a photo album. You need a record collection. Exactly. Your mental photo <laughs> album is the best one. <laughs> That's right. So, of course, Wrestling Night in Canada. We extend all our condolences to all of those that we lost recently. It just it wasn't a good. It wasn't a good time. No, that was a lot of people in in a row that <laughs> uh, in a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, cheers to them. Yeah, oh, yeah, yep. yeah. For sure, for sure. Yep. For sure, for sure. So, who wants to talk what? I'll go well, first. We, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got some uh, stuff. Kind of a full about. docket here. As we're talking, it has been, I want to say, three weeks since this now? Two? Since, three? Gage since and the, Cardona? Oh, yeah. Mm. That was uh, that was something. We got together <laughs> last... couple last weeks week, ago. A couple weeks ago, and I showed them it. Mm-hmm. So, quickly, thoughts? Uh, that was the most sports entertainment... Uh, oriented deathmatch I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like the, the, right. the, the, the music fakeouts, the run-ins, the, the the way it finished. I was just like, it was it was as if someone from the WWE had booked it, but they were just like, but you understand, there's going to be a lot of blood and violence here, right? Like, oh yeah, I just want this. Yeah, yeah like, with, I just want this yeah. extra bullshit. So yeah, Chris there. Jericho's music plays to psych out Nick Gage, and then what was and it? Forty four O. Forty four O. Come out, and then there was a lot of swerves. A lot of people turning double turns, whatever yeah. you want to call it, and uh, and then Cardona wins and quickly gets whisked out of the arena for fear of his life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like it's like the ECW. It's like it was like uh, if if I don't know. I don't want to compare it to David Arquette, but if David Arquette would have won the ECW title instead of the WCW title, it would have been a similar situation. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. wouldn't have been beer cans. No, <laughs> not ECW, at all. No, no, it would have been, uh, anything they could, it would have been the chairs. People were sitting. It would have been chairs and pocket. Knives. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and yeah, Cardona props. Oh, he big bled time. Like a son of a bitch. Big oh, time he's, he's play- everything. Yeah. He's playing like the best heel work I've seen anyone do recently like well aside from mjf but biggest heat anyone's gotten in years yeah like how he's referring to them as the gcw universe and everyone's like telling him to stop that and he says fuck you mark (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's perfect it's perfect it's 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 almost like a life of pie situation where you've you've got that tiger in the boat in the boat okay and that's exactly like you took a real wrestler like mark don't like like card car, car, car Cardona, yeah. Zack Ryder. Zach, you, yeah. you put him you put him in this fucking circus, which is all this deathmatch crap yeah. and all that. <laughs> like I, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And I'm totally 
you he's know, really yeah he's really hamming it up and like getting into it on over twitter and other social media platforms and like props to him for like getting people riled up like it's pretty easy to rile up internet wrestling fans <laughs> mm-hmm. <That's laughs> so, just, that's... just have an opinion on something no, like, i read it and i like i read it and i just like read some of the comments and like some of them are funny the way they're reacting but then others of them are just like when they're talking about chelsea it's just disgusting like okay yeah. you've gone too far here mm-hmm. you're you're like, crossing oh, that... i want gage to kill chelsea it's like like do you <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> you're crossing that line yeah. between fan and fan or fanatic mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. that's where stuff gets dangerous that's yeah. that's a lot of some incel shit there too oh absolutely you know like as, you know oh I, I mean, i've even been seeing stuff on uh instagram lately where uh big shoddy lee lee johnson from aew he's dating julia hart like the the uh, varsity blondes manager right so I saw I saw someone on Instagram comment saying, uh, if you're if you guys are in a relationship, it won't last more than two years. That's what it is comment. So yeah, you'll be broken up in two years. And Big Shotty's comment or reply to that was like, that's an odd frame of time. That's a random frame of yeah, time. It's like, yeah. can't you just be happy for those two? <laughs> like, fuck. That's a fan who was like, no, she'll be mine. Someone else has her. Me, 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 me. Oh, that's, some, that's it. Exactly. Some 30 year old who's still living in his parents' basement, fucking dreaming about a 19 year old girl. Oh, probably. Like, yeah. Okay. Probably. Actually, no, that's, that's not that unbelievable, <laughs> but it's, it's still gross. I see that. Yep. Yeah, I I can see that. This this hate for Chelsea and all that, and and just and Cardona as well. Okay, this it does kind of harken back to the territory days. That 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 type of like the you though you were able to get the fans so riled up, and there was so much kayfabe. And back, people got back stabbed then. back then too. And yeah, like a lot of the heels and all that, they yeah got they were kind of fearful for their lives sometimes, like. If like the, the sure managers. Harley Harley Race got uh, escorted out of buildings before, hasn't he? Oh yeah, or, yeah. And, and Jim New Cornette Jack did in the and, South all the time. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Sergeant Slaughter when he became an Iraqi sympathizer, mm-hmm. he got, he got death yeah. threats. I'm surprised mm-hmm. he wasn't shot. Yeah, yeah, to be honest. Even uh, back in 2008, Chris Jericho was attacked by fans in a parking lot in BC. Like mm-hmm. for his for his work uh, that when he was like where, had the short haircut and he was that was the, the feud with Sean, right? Uh, I think so, but. Yeah, because no, that was the one where he I, went to hit Sean and Sean moved and he punched Sean's wife. Yeah, but then there was like actual fans outside of a house show in BC. I think it was Vancouver or Victoria, one of the two. I think it was Victoria. Yeah, yeah. and uh, like a girl had jumped him while he was trying to get in his SUV and he shoved her away. And Jericho was basically tell- like yelling at security, being like, security guards, do your fucking jobs. And like a bunch of people thought Jericho was going to get fired for that. And I was just like. It's not his fault. Nope. Like, yeah, not at all. He was just it's... defending himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, nobody actually got hurt. But, like, yeah, I, I can see how it would be misconstrued. But at the same time, it's like that. That's another example of when uh, fans turn into fanatics. And, and then they, that they AW a few weeks ago, where the fan jumped in the ring and Jericho hit him. Oh yeah, and then he was on. Oh yeah, he went on Twitter and like uh, was like, "No hey. one's safe." Yeah, or he's like, he went on. Yeah, he goes on Twitter and starts being like, "Hey, uh, uh, Cornette, did you see what I did there?" And Corn, or he's thinking Cornette's going to be impressed because of well, obviously Cornette's not the biggest fan of AEW, mm-hmm. but Cornette was just like, uh, "No, what you did was fucking stupid, and you don't fucking cross that line. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking idiot." <laughs> Broke his little heart. Yeah. Anytime you jump that barrier. Okay. You get what's coming to you. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> you there, fucking there's, deserve it. Yeah. There is no time. Because it, it's not like we 
stage diving in the metal and hardcore community and all that. That's that's fine. You're this, not fucking with the performers. Though. Yeah, this is a whole other thing. Yeah, like you know. that old WWF house show where a fan came in to attack Triple H and Austin just beat the shit out of him. Oh yes, because Austin mm. was like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the right. good guy, but fuck you." <laughs> and when that when that happens, and you see that all you see that when the when the fans do break the break the barrier, and then both wrestlers start beating on them and it's and all that and it's kind of like it sort of exposes the business a bit a little bit yeah yeah because like why would you you're you're in the middle of a blood feud with this guy and he's being attacked yeah and then you defend it, him yeah it makes no logical sense no. to do that from that from that that perspective or they're just like it's a skinny dude he's got him yeah <laughs> yeah that's yeah, like that old uh that, that old saying goes it's like be a fan not a fanatic realize that it's a show it's not mm-hmm. real life and these people are just entertaining you. It's not like it's it's not Steve Austin versus Triple H, it, or it's it's not it's like in real life these guys are Paul Levesque and Steve Williams, not not Stone Cold right. and Triple H. So, <laughs> yeah, like true. they go home to their wife, like they go backstage afterwards and they crack beers and like, and, oh man, that was great. Yeah, <laughs> like the yeah. like the Matt Tremont documentary we just watched. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or or just anyone in general backstage, yeah. like even uh. That King of the Ring match from 2001 between uh, Shane and Kurt Angle yep. when, like, Kurt Angle almost killed Shane McMahon <laughs> a couple of times. Uh, they went backstage afterwards and they cracked a couple beers and they were all like, yeah, he's like, that was entertaining, even though I almost died. <laughs> and yep. Vince almost ran out there to stop the match. But, you know, at the end of the day, they put up the wrong glass. Oh, yeah, because it was supposed to be sugar glass. But then they were replaced... like the tempered. Yeah, it was supposed yeah. to be sugar glass that would easily break. But then. Uh, Someone swapped it out for real glass because they realized that the pyro would have shattered the the sugar glass oh. on the intro. But, oh. they, but they just didn't tell anybody. <laughs> so, oh, geez. So, yeah, and then not to mention Shane McMahon when he didn't go through Land and then landed on his head. fucking head and you can hear the like the smack of his skull hitting the concrete. And I was just like, and this, guy's, and this guy's still alive. <laughs> like, yeah. imagine what that. He's had three kids since then. <laughs> oh, gee. Yeah. yeah. But then you see some of the bumps they do now in, like, the indies. and. Oh, yeah. Like, like well, even the non-deathmatch bumps sometimes. It's just like, guys, what, like, stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why are you You're doing only, like, 20. For... You're killing yourself. Yeah, like, that's, 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 that's another thing that kind of. Like, all the apron stuff? <laughs> yeah, the apron bombs. There's, there's that, yeah. there's that, and jumping off a. You showed you showed me that one video. I guess it was Joey Joey Janela there, where he power bombed a, a guy off the roof into a truck and. No, threw... that was a Zandig, but it was Janela. It's... They did the off the the roof. The roof of the of the building, the building. and mm-hmm. then into a pickup truck full of. I, I I don't know what it was now. It's and just Zandig broke his back. Break. <laughs> yeah, Zandig yeah. broke his back, and Janela almost lost his thumb. That that was his only injury. Like, huh. oh. Okay, where do you draw the line, and what do you get out of that? Like, if if you're making a a million dollars a year, then okay, you want to do a plunder match every once in a while. Jim Cornette took a fall from the scaffold. Broke both his legs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he got ten thousand dollars for that one fall. Or it's like this is in 1985. Or it's like a. Royal Rumble 2000 when Mick Foley took the pedigree out of the thumbtacks. Mm-hmm. He even said in like the documentary about that match, he's like, I might lose an eye, but think of the pop. <laughs> <laughs> That's something. Yeah. Yeah. That, but then like Jericho's 
uh, story when he was talking about that match with Ambrose. Oh, the Ambrose then, Asylum match? Yeah. yeah. And Jericho's like, oh, fuck, that means I have to take the tax. I'm losing. Uh. So I was calling everybody. <laughs> Bubba, how does tax feel? Oh, fucking sucks. Tommy Dreamer, what do tax feel like? Fucking sucks. Called Mick Foley. What's tax bums like? I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best I description, like, uh, I've heard about thumbtacks, I think, is like, or I think Ra- more coming out. No, Randy Orton said, like, fall- or no, it was Edge. Edge said falling on thumbtacks. The best way he can describe it is like falling back first onto a into a pool or a lake and feeling that sting of the water smacking your back you ever you ever done that before mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah he said that's the closest comparison to falling on thumbtacks that he can oh. think of yeah. yeah i can't say i ever did that no i don't don't no. do it i don't recommend yeah. it. No, it sucks. No, no, can, <laughs> both yeah. of them yeah both always, things yeah. suck <laughs> always always dive never never yeah. never go belly flop or, mm-hmm. or back flop i'm gonna frog <laughs> splash into the pool okay <laughs> yeah do it yeah. like don't bust your gut <laughs> Part yeah. of this whole saga, though, as well, is um, speaking of Jericho mm-hmm. and all that, they kind of took the same idea onto Dynamite during the the the, the five trials labors, of Jericho. The five labors, labors yeah. of Jericho. Yeah, they yeah. brought in Gage. They brought yep. in Nick 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 Gage for that, which kind of it it continued this whole thing. What was what do you guys remember in your reaction? Of this whole, uh, the Domino's on. commercial while Gage is cutting Jericho <laughs> I think, I was think hilarious. That's, yeah, I think that's, that's what's gonna be the takeaway from this whole thing. Yeah, how AEW lost AEW lost their sponsorship with uh, Domino's because of the pizza cutter spot, <laughs> or or it wasn't so much the pizza cutter spot. It was that Gage took out the pizza cutter, cut Jericho's head up, and then like did a taunt with the pizza cutter right before they went to the picture in picture break, and then the first commercial that played was a dominant was and then during the picture and picture break gage took jericho to every side of the ring and pizza cut him oh yeah sounds about Jeez. right but that was yeah that was uh but very gage very didn't. i i would consider it well placed mm-hmm. product placement but obviously dominoes didn't feel the same way no, so. no. Well, tony khan probably was like you know it would be hilarious mm. <laughs> probably yeah, until yeah. yeah until they and uh gage was on a thing recently too with Brett Lauderdale. I was watching a podcast they did, and Gage was like, he had a meeting with Tony Khan, and mm-hmm. he's like, okay, because like you know how sometimes they've done like the fake barbed wire and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, just real glass. Yeah, real glass. I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's like I want the glass to be real. So there's people in the front row reacting when the glass would break, going like like shielding their eyes. Yep. And I was like, I wonder if there are plants or if that's actually real real reaction. You get that's that's another thing about wrestling. I the normie sitting yeah. there like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> what, what is happening? <laughs> those are lights. Why are there lights? I could hang that in my house. Yeah. What are they gonna do with those? <laughs> and they start hitting yeah. each other. That's not real fire, is it? Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind no, of no. That's got to be that fake fire. Yeah, that fake fire. <laughs> that I hear so fire, much about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. You're right. That uh. that match kind of exposed a lot of uh, new fans mm-hmm. to the whole death death match it wasn't it, it wasn't the most gruesome death match no. i've ever seen no. it was, it was pretty tame for, 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 TV, for, for a tv yeah. 14 rating it was okay but it's mm-hmm. like i've seen i've seen that stuff on wwf like back in 2000 during the hardcore division days right but yeah like compared to some of the stuff that you've made us watch <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's uh it's it's that's, pretty tame <laughs> that's, that's kind of a walk in the yeah. park but like i mean good for brett lauderdale to get his company like mentioned on tv yeah and yeah. the deal that he made he's probably making decent 
money off that. It's mm-hmm. like good for him mm-hmm. as a promoter. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Do you and think... then he can bring in more guys like well Cardona and right. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And what and watch how that snowballs. Yeah. For sure. Would they bring Gage on if they didn't tell his story on um, Dark Side of the Ring? Oh, that's another. Yeah. Another that's, variable. That's a good question. Hmm. Because that's probably how. You know, I'm sure, like, the the majority of the... Well, no, no, maybe not anymore, because really, the only the only people watching wrestling anymore are wrestling fans. Yeah, yeah the only, like, if any non-wrestling fan is watching wrestling, it's Raw or SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Like, not, mm-hmm. yeah, not even NXT. And those are probably <laughs> far and few. And they, and they only watch between the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's kind of sad how the... The the programs like Dark Side, and there's that one where the WWF, the Treasure Hunters or whatever whatever that is. Oh yeah, that one. Um, I forget what it's called. The one on A and E. Yeah, yeah. I forget what it's called. And all the A and E bios and all that. Uh huh. That's doing those shows are doing better business than pro wrestling itself right now. Yep. <laughs> it just kind of. I believe it. It kind of just goes to show somehow WWE is the most profitable it's ever been in its existence. <laughs> With no well, one watching, yeah, and like ratings don't <laughs> ratings don't matter anymore. It's just that they got these billion dollar TV deals from the USA Network and Fox, right, who apparently right. are very upset with uh, the company from both sides because like Fox and like or was it was it you that said USA Network was like talking about the NXT product and what it's become? Yep. And they're just like, oh, this isn't what we paid for, exactly. Like, and now they're starting to gang shoot them again, uh, similar to how Impact does it and how they used to do NXT when it was on the WWE Network. But USA was like, no, we wanted live. We wanted live shows every week. Mm-hmm. But now they're going back to gang shooting them like four episodes I'm at scared. a time. I am too. Like, I did like NXT TV a little bit more when it was on the network. But uh, I always hate when wrestling shows pre-tape like months or like a whole month at a time. Because if someone like, like the whole Eric Young situation recently when he got injured, but he was still. We knew he was injured, but he was still on TV for like two yeah. months. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, and I also was like, when when NXT went live, I was so glad to be done with the uh, post takeover episodes. How it would just be dark matches from the takeover mm-hmm. events plus recaps of the takeover, and I'm like, I gotta wait a whole fucking week to see more storyline progression. <laughs> <laughs> like, this bullshit. <laughs> yep. War Games is over, and they still have two rings. What the That's fuck? Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, Impact's gonna be good this Tuesday. You think so? Tomorrow. Or well, the Thursday. last one before Takeover. You, Impact? You mean NXT? That, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that that whole right. theme song thing I showed you screwed you up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like that NXT's gonna be good, and the Takeover's gonna be fantastic. And then I don't know. Yeah, I'm. Uh, well, we still gotta do our predictions for all this. We'll we'll oh, do the, we'll right. do them off air on the Facebook page. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Right. We we don't know if this will be up by Saturday or not. So. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of NXT, okay. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, some big shit's gone down there. I yeah. got, yeah, the, yeah, list. got yeah, the list. You got the list. While you get the list out, who just I, made the list? <laughs> I, I have. I have to admit, I ended up turning NXT off for the first time ever because now, because the shot or not Shotzi, uh, India no, is Shotzi. going on a date with oh, Dexter, Dexter Loomis. Loomis. Yeah. Now and I'm like, I fucking what the love fuck? that. Okay. No, this was absolute it bullshit. Was funny. This is oh. <laughs> This okay, that's fucking WWF. Like, I think Hunter was gone for a smoke break or went to the can or something, and they slipped this idea in. 
yeah to this like this goes back to some like i don't i I don't know mark henry going on a date with uh oh with china with yeah 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 or when they had the hand him and may young had the hand had the hand or or uh or what was what was her name for socal val going on a date with jay lethal in in tna yeah remember that and then uh sanjay dutt was their waiter or something yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah stuff like this makes me want to change the damn channel well yeah and then and then there was the whole they had the whole thing where io shirai and uh Oh, what's her name? Zoe Zoe Stark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they went to that uh, Japanese restaurant, and there was like those hunt underlying hints of racism where uh, Zoe didn't know like what anybody was saying, and like they're like, you know what? I'll just order what she has. That sounds good. And it's just like a bunch of raw squid and stuff, and it's just, like, and it's like, uh, okay. Like, and I'm gonna be honest, I forgot that Io and Zoe were the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. <laughs> like, yeah, that's how much those either. belts have been featured since they came into prominence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I counted earlier today. WWE now has 21 championships under all four brands. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. 21. Yep. Since because they put the NXT women's titles, women's tag team titles, and the million dollar championship back up there, and NXT UK now has that Heritage Cup championship, which mm-hmm. is actually just a trophy, not a belt. Okay. But the those those matches are actually pretty neat because mm-hmm. they're all defended in the round system. Mm-hmm. Which and I think it's is cool. It's like two minute rounds. Yeah, yeah, and, and there's like what five of them? I think five rounds. Yeah, and it's pretty entertaining. It's it's something different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that being said, that's over four brands, twenty one titles. That's no. Yeah, the no. main the main roster has ten, eight, uh, two of which are can go from either show, the twenty four seven and the and the w- women's tag team titles. So that's. Yeah, well, it's too much, man. It's little too much. much, little <laughs> much yeah, it should have yeah. just stuck to what it was before, like the main title. Yeah, like have one, like, one world title. Bring one bring set of back tag the titles. Big gold belt. Bring back the undisputed title for like the SmackDown title or whatever the fuck. Oh, the the ruthless aggression era. Yeah, WWE title. Bring yeah. back that, or even have the fucking universal title as one of them. Who gives a shit? Yeah, they're not going to bring back one those set belts, of tag but... titles. Women's tag titles, intercontinental, the only US, wo- yeah. women's U.S. done. The only mm-hmm. titles that should be exclusive to one show are the mid card titles. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. is the U.S. and intercontinental. So right. bring just bring right. back like go- big Goldie and just have that. As but that's the a WCW belt. Vince yeah, will yeah. never go for it. And no. the and the, and the undisputed title that didn't have a giant fucking corporate logo on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't look like the fucking McDonald's championship. <laughs> <laughs> So you yeah. got the list. You got yeah. the list of um, the recent releases, the recent featured endeavors from all from the NXT roster, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're only got the the thirty day uh, non compete. I clause. can't remember. We already mentioned that. No, we didn't. Mention what? Dun, dun, dun. Bray Wyatt. Oh right, Bray Wyatt. Yeah, he got released too. That's uh, that was uh, that was a heartbreaker when I when I saw that one. Yep. Okay. Then and a surprise. <sighs> really, yeah, because really. like he was. He was off TV for a while because, like, well, they did they they did that whole storyline where uh, Orton burned the Fiend alive, and then the Fiend went away for a while, and then he had that whole thing with Alexa Bliss, and then the Fiend came back, and then at WrestleMania he walked through a magic tunnel that made him not burnt anymore, and then <laughs> yeah, and then he inexplicably lost to Randy Orton after about five minutes, mm-hmm. and then he was on. Raw the next day uh, on the Firefly Funhouse, and he was like saying, "I gotta turn over a new leaf. I gotta do this. I gotta do that." And then he just looked at the camera and said, "Well, 
See ya. And little did we know that was the last time we'd ever see Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a hell of a way to go out. Yeah, because yeah. I was at loud as hell. And we were sitting around the campsite having some beers. And Bray Wyatt I, was there? No, I wish. <laughs> I wish. I was sitting around the campfire, and then I'm just like, what the fuck? And then our buddy Tyler looks at me, and he goes, what? And I'm like, they just released Bray Wyatt. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, there's so so much they could have done with that Fiend character that they didn't. It had so yeah. much potential. And I loved, I loved how it started. Uh, there was some bumps along the way, like... Hell in a Cell and Super Showdown, but <laughs> but uh, no, like the whole premise of the Fiend was really cool. And mm-hmm. uh, but the the good news is is that a couple of days after his release, uh, Bray Wyatt, or I guess uh, Wyndham Rotunda, as he's going by now, his real name, uh, posted a picture on Instagram that looked like it was like a portion of a drawing of a mask, and the caption just said, "You can't kill it." So yeah. something's coming out of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he's going, whether he's going to end and up. And then he was like, the Wyndham cult is coming. Yeah, the Wyndham cult coming soon. Yeah. The, cult, the cult of Wyndham coming cult of soon. Wyndham, yeah. yeah. So who knows if he's going to show up in AEW or Impact. Uh, if, he, if he shows up in AEW, I can see him potentially leading the Dark Order. Uh, if he shows up in Impact, possibly, maybe he could join Decay be a part of that whole thing right yeah oh right. or decay just start teasing a leader rosemary will be the sis- new sister abigail <laughs> i mean she could do it yeah she could because sure. like yeah. so if impact start running segments about rosemary going be like he's coming we yeah. know who it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 I, th- I think though pretty much it's it's kind of a lock he's going to AEW, really. Well, they're the only ones that can match his pay. Right. Yeah. Like, and yeah. Yeah. And um, it, it'll be interesting if he, but with, with the Dark Order, like, they've just, they've done so much with that. It's now a comedy troupe. Basically, yeah. Know? But so, uh, like they're they're gonna have to overhaul the whole thing. But if they bring Bray a, a second in, if they bring, can whip him into shape. Yeah, because they were, and also I think Bray being a successor to his best friend makes sense too. Mm-hmm. Like, because they were a heel group, and then uh, Brody Lee unfortunately passed away, and then they kind of by default became a babyface group. Right. But That's what I mean, yeah. but babyface turns don't last forever. No. And and I, I think the first one that would get kicked out of the group would be Cabana. Yeah, like I, I can see him coming in as like more of a like at first kind of being more of like a potential like potentially like the uh, Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt just being mm-hmm. all happy go lucky and then like John Silver will say something stupid to him and he'll just like his emotion will just change and be like <laughs> he'll just like get the the, the scary face Bray Wyatt <laughs> then, then he'll just like look at him and then like, Cabana will walk into the room all happy yeah. and he'll just. Yeah, he'll look at him and be all intimidating and everybody will be all awkward. And then he'll just be like, <laughs> OK, <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah. And then some, if someone just pisses him off enough, he turns into whatever he is now. They not the not the like the uh, the successor to the fiend, whatever yeah. it may be like. Yeah, it'll be like Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt with the dark side of the fiend, but without the puppets, because mm-hmm. you can't really the puppets were all references to his other gimmicks, uh, back, right. like his previous WWE gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, can't really do that. No. And the other <laughs> list of people who are unfortunately released. Yeah, all the all the recent what was it, thirteen yeah. people from NXT? Around there? About that. Yeah. Uh Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. The last time we saw her, she was knocked the fuck out. Oh yeah, by Zia Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a mistake. Awkward. Yeah. 
That's an unfortunate that way to go sucks. out. Gets fucking knocked out on live television. Yeah, he gets a concussion. By the then... way. <laughs> I know you were still recovering from a concussion, <laughs> but here's your walking papers. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Giant Zangir. I, not familiar. I don't think he, they got him on TV. No, he was a PC guy, right? If I'm not right, mistaken, I, he was that really, really, like, that seven-foot-two Indian dude. Oh, yeah, he was on that Republic Day special that yeah. they did. Right, okay. Yeah. Which I'm surprised Vince got rid of him because big guy. Mm-hmm. Big sweaty man. Yep. <laughs> uh, Asher Hale, not a clue. No. Uh, Zachariah Smith, not a clue. No, sorry. Stephen Smith, not a clue. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're sorry. Uh, but Tyler it... Rust. Yeah, he was a part of that Diamond Mine faction that uh, that uh, Roderick Strong is yep. leading now. So that's just one member. That's just inexplicably gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Leon Ruff. Yeah, that's a that's another another yeah former recently former uh, North American champion. Yep. Yeah, like two months ago or something. Wow. Yeah, and his uh, his wife is actually the, uh, the female referee. the female the female referee in NXT. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, look at that conflict of interest mm, there. Holy jeez! Yeah, exactly. It's Vince trying to break up couples in real life again. Yep, yep. Uh, Kona Reeves. I don't remember. I do name. remember him having a bunch of promos back in 2018, NXT's finest. Uh, but it never really went anywhere. Like he made a couple of appearances, lost some matches. He, uh, he was, uh, I remember him being in a dark match on a takeover that ended up airing on NXT TV with, uh, Keith Lee. So he, he lost that one and he had a couple of appearances before the pandemic happened on NXT UK. But then after that, it was just like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's, uh, Ari Sterling, who was Alex Zane. Yeah. He was on 205 live, right? Yeah. Yeah. He had 10 matches with the company. Yeah. Which really sucks because he's an amazing competitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's, he's he's making his GCW return. Yep. Yeah. In September, yeah. I think I'm going to order that event. Okay. Uh, Jake Atlas. He was a part of the NXT breakout tournament last year. Yeah. And yeah. he was like what two time cruiserweight champion? I don't think he was a cruiserweight champion. No, I don't think he won any title. But uh, he, I remember Stephanie McMahon was on an episode of Undercover Boss a few years back and Jake Atlas was featured on that episode because he want he wanted to be the first, he said he wanted to be the first openly gay world champion in WWE. Oh yeah. And that it, was Jake. Atlas. Yeah. And they, and they wanted to make like a whole, and they made like a whole big thing about it on the episode and like showing Stephanie looking all like, like uh sympathetic towards him. And it's just like, Oh, and now he's gone. Thanks. <laughs> like Jake so Atlas, Vince, we hardly knew you. <laughs> so Vince just saw that episode. Yeah, probably. But it's, yeah, like he he was an amazing competitor, like mm-hmm. no doubt about that. But uh, yeah, I wish he could have at least had a shot at like some gold in NXT. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, Bronson Reed. That's a big. Su- yeah. that's the biggest surprise. He, even I know that name. Yeah, like he was you like know? the colossal Bronson Reed, <laughs> thick boy. Like he was. He just lost the North American title. Yeah, like three weeks prior to his release, I think he lost it to uh, Isaiah Scott. Yep. Yeah, like. First of all, the title change was a surprise to me. I didn't know about that. Like, I didn't see that coming. But, yeah. Like, I thought there was all these rumors that he was going to get called up after uh, losing the North American title and that he was going to be either on Raw or SmackDown because he wrestled a couple dark matches while they were still doing the Thunderdome thing. Mm -hmm. But then, yeah. then And that's another huge shock because he's a big boy and Vince loves his big boys. So, Mm. maybe Vince doesn't like the fat big boys but uh, he doesn't like the thick boys he just likes the beefy boys there we go <laughs> yeah. there we go 
Not enough beef. What <laughs> <laughs> Booker, Booker T would always say when Braun Strowman was wrestling? All he would eat is beef. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Bobby Fish. Yeah. Former Undisputed Era member, Bobby Fish. That was kind of a surprise, too. He'll go back to Ring of Honor. Yeah. 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 Because mm-hmm. that, that kind of brings us to our next... Also, uh, next, uh, oh, we got another one. Well, no, I think there was one other dude, but I don't remember his name. But Bronson messaged something on Twitter, and it was like the, you know the word, the first letters, and then whatever. The oh fuck yeah, he said, yeah, and yeah. It was give me Miro. Oh, ah. yeah. What was Bronson Reed's name before WWE? Do you, you know? Okay, yeah. Well, whoever he is, he's so we're gonna potentially very soon actually, since it's only a thirty day non compete. Mm-hmm. We could see Thick Boy Bronson Reed showing up on Dynamite Rampage or even at All Out if his right. non competes up by then. Him and Miro would be good. Ooh, yeah, yeah, it would. It would. <laughs> no. it, it's yeah. just with with this though, like AEW is going to have the same problem that WCW once had, where they had five hundred people on the roster and mm-hmm. like we're paying all these people that's to, why there's to, three to fucking shows now four four yeah dark dark elevation right Dyn- yeah i forgot about Dynam- dark Dynam- elevation D- dynamite and then rampage yeah every every day except thursday has an aew show <laughs> or, wow or every weekday yeah right, <laughs> right. they shouldn't have done that this quick yeah, it's only been two years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it, that really is too much too soon well with the way things are moving these days kind of have to go like all or or all in <laughs> but yeah. uh have to go all in and i just all hope out. that after the fifth year tony doesn't go well i'm broke um see ya yeah well he's not gonna go broke but there's gonna come a point where his daddy's gonna cut him off mm-hmm. you know yeah that's that's the yeah. unfortunate thing is money is not actually bottomless it runs out that's <laughs> right <laughs> oh yeah that's like the whole thing that it's like kind of pissed me off what's like the omega adam page thing that would have been a great main event for all out yeah and then I, they're like no punk or brian's coming in we can't have that overshadow your title win yeah you get the shot later yeah he's not even on tv right now no because well he's having a kid oh okay i didn't know that well so, congr- congratulations yeah, to him way to go you just picture him in the delivery room while his while his wife's delivering, and he's just got a glass of whiskey in his hand. <laughs> he's like, "Come on, baby, you can do it." No, he's just in the chair beside her, just. Uh, and then uh, like the the name tag thing pops up, and it goes like "Proud Dad." Yeah, he's just <laughs> sipping whiskey. They have to do that. I would love that. And it just they, like the cam- they won't do it, but they it'd be great. Camera pans over, and you just see like Evil Uno and Johnny <laughs> and Johnny Silver just standing. There. All the rest of the Dark Order just standing outside the delivery room, looking all, all looking in the window. <laughs> Silver's outside the door, like yeah. Don't give him ideas. Uh, uh, that would actually be funny, though. It would. Like, <laughs> there's a difference between Vince McMahon's toilet humor and actually good delivery on humor. You know, fair like, enough. Fair uh, enough. That'd be what, so funny. I'm actually quite surprised, like because it's. AEW is all about Cody Rhodes. It's all about his wife. Mm. Not and, not and so much that. these days. But. Well, yeah, well, because yep. she's off having having the kid. Like yeah, she's um, had the kid now. They got their own uh, reality series. Was called Roads to the Top. Oh, God, I will I will not watch a single oh, episode of that. No, no. I'd rather watch the fucking Total Divas or it's, Total well, Bellas. Yeah, it's, I'd rather uh, watch that. 
Yeah. It's got to be close to the same damn thing. It's it's basically Miz and Mrs. Like the, okay, uh, I'm yeah. not going to lie. I actually like Miz and Mrs. Uh, do you? I've, yeah. never, I've never watched an episode. It's fucking hilarious. Is it? Okay. They rib on Miz all the time. Hmm. Like, to just try and piss him off. Legit piss him off. But Cody doesn't have the charisma that Miz does. No, he doesn't. No. So, <laughs> so it won't be good. I'm actually surprised but that But now just Omega went. and Young Bucks book themselves to win. Haven't they been doing that already? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, like, yeah. Aren't, they the, really aren't they the champions, all three of them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When, when Brandy did go into labor and all that, and, I, you know, you've seen those big, big moments, like Tony Schiavone in the, in the limo with Cody during the early days of, EC, of AEW. I can't remember which, which match it was. But they had that build up, just like Tony Schiavone did with Ric Flair for Flair for the Gold many years mm-hmm. uh, ago, and all that. So, with that in mind, I just saw a and credit for them not doing this, but I just saw AEW following Cody to the hospital, you know, and there he is. He's in the waiting. He's he's in the wait with the the waiting room, and he's all nervous, and he's just it's just making it all of obviously they're not going to be able to get the camera while she's actually giving birth no no but i could i i don't know i just saw them dedicating a whole episode of dynamite in between matches to like the arrival of their of their child because Mm -hmm. of course funny thing is cody probably asked if they could do that and tony was probably like no that's too stubid (laughs) yeah the the arrival of their (laughs) <laughs> the arrival of their mixed race child that's going to end racism <laughs> if if Cody has a say. And now Cody's in a feud with the guy with the last name Black. Oh, no. Uh, well, let's not go there. <laughs> right, right, right. Did you guys catch Rampage? I did. Yep. I didn't see it all, but I watched the first match. Yeah, I. Uh, it's not airing live on any of the TSN channels, even though there's five of them, so don't ask me how that works. Yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> uh, but yeah, I watched it through the TSN app and uh, yeah, I caught the whole thing. And like the cool thing is, is that during picture in picture breaks, it, there is no picture in picture breaks. It just keeps going and the commentators keep commentating. So uh-huh. it's like there is no commercials. But uh, during regular commercial breaks where there aren't any matches going on, it's just the AEW logo with the Rampage logo below it for three minutes. So it was, right. yeah, like, uh, uh, I haven't said that's about a wrestling show in a long time since Raw is three hours, but uh, I wish it was longer. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, I was actually surprised by yeah. that. It's like this is this is only an hour. Like, yeah, what the hell. It's like, like NXT on the network. Yeah, you, hard to think that it used to be only one hour. Mm-hmm. Do you like, think it's eventually going to get bumped up to two? If they keep fucking hiring people, yes, <laughs> they, they kind of <laughs> have to because, yeah. like, well. You can't stuff everybody on the YouTube shows, or I guess you can. But like, all the tag people, team match players, <laughs> whoever they bring in, they yeah. got to give them another YouTube show. Yep. Well, they already have two YouTube shows and two cable shows, so there's like what uh, that would be seven hours of AEW programming every week. Wow. Yeah. Compared to the also seven hours of WWE programming every week. But here's the, here's the sad thing, Rampage. With all the promos in between and everything, and with it being an hour, there was 28 minutes of wrestling. SmackDown, Smackdown was two, was two hours. hours there was 27 minutes of wrestling. Yeah. Wow. Holy jeez. But you also have to consider the fact that on a one-hour wrestling show, you don't have all the time in the world to build stories. No. No promo. Mm. Like, very minimal promos. And SmackDown that. is technically an hour and a half with commercials. Yep. 
Yeah, it is. And Raw, still... Raw is technically only two hours with commercials. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, but yeah, like, uh, I did watch the show, and there was three matches, all of which were pretty good. There were Not... three? I thought there were two. No, there was three. They're, and then they were all title matches. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the first match was, uh, the very first match in Rampage history was Christian Cage versus uh, Kenny Omega for the Impact World title. And gotta say, that was probably the best showing that Christian Cage has had since he's come back. Mm-hmm. And... The ending totally threw me for a loop. I thought they were going to keep that title on Omega and, yeah, keep him going with the belt collector thing, but nope. No. They 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 put the Impact World title on Christian, and they were saying this is the first time he's been Impact World Champion in 15 years, which is not true. Which because is not true, yes. He was, he, was, he was World Champion in Impact, but he was the NWA World Champion, which is still mm. an active title. So Which... It shouldn't be. Anymore. Yeah, it's like, come on, guys. You're not WWE. Stop with the revisionist history bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> now that NWA's back, sure. But, yeah. like, the 20 years it wasn't there, it's like, why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This like is that. the NWA TNA title. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> you think this is the end of Kenny Omega and Don Callis on, on Impact, then? Uh, maybe, Well, maybe he's, not, the he's, not, he's not the champion, so, yeah, I guess that... I didn't even think about that. Because I, I haven't been watching Impact lately, but I guess, yeah, I guess Kenny would have had to be on that show since mm-hmm. he's their champion. But yeah, like, uh, and now Christian, I guess, is going back to Impact. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he's uh, fighting Brian Myers at Emergence. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Huh. Myers won the Battle Royal last week. Okay. Uh, yeah, and Christian is still facing Kenny Omega at All Out for the world title. Yep. Unless something happens on Dynamite or Rampage. We'll see. I guess we'll see what happens. Kind of, it kind of seemed like an all of a sudden announcement. It's just like, oh, by the way, <laughs> yeah. By the way, Christian's number one contender since when? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's he, another thing. Because he's undefeated in another federation. Yeah. How did Christian Cage end up getting, you know, an Impact World Title shot? I think Scott Demore uh, announced it or something, or they announced it on Dynamite. But they said, oh, Scott Demore has already planned out. You're, he's like, your match against uh, Christian at Rampage is going to be for the Impact World title. And then Kenny Omega did that the heel freak out where they just go, <laughs> what? <laughs> and yeah, like, like, however it happened, it happened. Like, maybe mm. it was part of Christian's contract that he won a world title if he signed, signed with AEW, but I guess not their world title. <laughs> yeah, we'll not yeah, not, not yeah. their world yeah, title. I got something for you. <laughs> Here's your yeah. one last title run. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. If I was a you know a veteran on the Impact roster, and they, they just give the title over to... To a guy who hasn't been there in yeah, 15 years. <laughs> right. I'd be a little pissed. A little bit, but you know. yeah. You could say the same thing about all those... Like anyone in AEW that's an original and the fact that like two out of their three world champions have been WWE guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. uh Yeah, uh who knows two WWE how... guys in a Winnipegger. Yeah. <laughs> what? No, two Winnipeggers. Two right, two yeah. Winnipegger Jericho. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Uh but yeah, who knows how long Christian's gonna hold on to the title for. Maybe they'll Brian Myers will actually win it from him and maybe Kenny Omega will cost. Uh, Christian, the Impact World Title, on uh, or what? Uh, what pay per view was it? He's Emergence. Emergence. Yeah, on that's Saturday. gonna be there. Even well, though, it yeah, was it's not basically already filmed. But oh, okay. yeah, it's 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 one of those special events hmm. on the uh, on the Impact on, on the Impact or, app. Or the yeah. Impact app. Okay. Yeah. 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 Which I haven't, which I haven't 
taken the plunge for that yet. Because it's I like, what, have... 10 bucks a month or something? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, get IWTV for that price. Probably. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, definitely I'm already paying for the WWE Network so I can report all these uh, WWE pay-per-views. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, uh, yeah. I got my other, I, got, I still got, I'm paying for Disney Plus and uh, Netflix as well. So I, I can't afford any more oh, subscriptions. Yeah, sites. we have so yeah. many streaming services. Yeah. I just, I just have Netflix much. and IWTV. So that's, <laughs> I'm I, good. Yeah. Oh, I had and a, Amazon Prime. I had a free trial of Amazon Prime and I didn't like it. I didn't like how you had okay. to pay for all the good stuff on top of the uh, subscription price. There's some good shit on there, though. Yeah. Well, Bob's Burgers was on there, but they moved it all over to Disney Plus. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> they put uh, Married with Children back on. On um, Amazon Prime. Oh, really? They took it off for a while. Huh, interesting. And they put it back on. And then I was like, oh, yes. So guess what I'm watching again? Married with Children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> make sure jokes you watch- that you can't say on TV nowadays. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just make yeah. sure you watch that episode with Anthrax. <laughs> oh, definitely. Like, yeah. Why definitely. is it cold? Yeah. yeah. If it came out of the fridge, why is it hot? Right. Why is it hot? <laughs> <laughs> the mystery meat. No one ever eats the mystery meat. <laughs> Did you miss me, honey, with every bullet so far? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, okay. I love that yeah, let's not, uh, let's not <laughs> delve into the life of Al Bundy too much. <laughs> yeah, brutal, brutal, brutal. Speaking of brutal, SummerSlam is coming up. Yep. Should we mention first, Biggie's Money in the Bank. Carry on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Biggie's Money in the Bank. Yeah, he's been teasing that he's going to cash that in. Not to Roman Reigns, but to Paul Heyman. Yeah, so, and it's funny. Yeah, it's been... Him scaring Heyman every SmackDown is the best thing in the world. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's been pretty entertaining. Heyman but... just turns around and he's there just like, hello. Yeah, or like the last time he was like, yeah, he, inter- <laughs> he was intervie- being interviewed by Kayla Braxton and then he was like, he was getting all riled up and then he just turns around and Biggie's just standing behind him with Laughing. the... Yeah, with the, with the briefcase on his shoulder, just with this look on his face, just going... <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it's, I'm interested to see when or if he'll cash it in on Roman or if he'll make, just jump over to raw and cash it down on Bobby. Cause he appeared at that raw house show mm-hmm. recently. So yeah, it could go either way. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still pulling for that. He cashes it on Bobby rejoins the new day on raw. And then Kofi gets jealous and turns on, turns on uh big E and sides with MVP and Bobby Lashley. Yeah. I think we got, Big E and Xavier versus Lashley and uh, Lashley and Kofi. That'd be a good match. It would be, yeah. I, I don't doubt it. Mm-hmm. But I know the. But also, right now, Baron Corbin has the money in the bank briefcase because he keeps stealing it. But from he Big can't e. cash it in. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Mister Desperate Baron Corbin. But uh, those house show moments they're doing though is fucking hilarious. Like the... Big E came out in a towel in Cleveland. Oh, to distract. to distract Corbin. Oh, or did, was no, it just... that was Lashley. For Lashley, yeah. I think he did it to Corbin too, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> but... <laughs> but yeah, like I could, uh, I could definitely see it. But although the other half of my brain is telling me New Day are the biggest merch sellers in WWE right now, so <laughs> kind of a like they've been together for eight years. Now? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, but, it's been that long. Yeah, the New Day's been together for eight Since years. Since those old, like, church promos. Yeah, when they were supposed to be, like, preachers. Yeah. Yeah. When they started off as heels, but then then they started doing their own promos, like, cutting their own promos, and then everybody started loving them, and... Yeah, and here we are now, and then Kofi Mania happened, and, uh, yeah. And I then can, he lost it in five seconds to it was, it was eight seconds. <laughs> Not five. <laughs> but, uh... Either way, I guess it doesn't matter. No. Uh, 
Yeah, either way, it pretty much proved that WWE never gave a damn about Kofi as the WWE champion. Mm-hmm. Was, no, no, for sure. For but anyway, sure. yes, about SummerSlam. Because Kofi versus yeah. Brock, because Brock's matches with little guys are good. They are, yeah. That would have been a good 20-minute match. Yeah, but uh, when you looked at the clock and you realized that SmackDown was ending in about five minutes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something was going to happen, yeah. <laughs> something bad was going to happen. But uh, yeah, SummerSlam, that's coming up. That's... Uh, their big uh, return to a full stadium full of people. and But now with masks. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Las, yeah, Las yeah, Vegas has just uh, implemented a mandatory mask mandate once again, and everybody, all 75,000 people there are going to be required to mask up. And I don't really see that going very well. No. No. If this no. was in Florida, oh my God. <laughs> well, we already saw WrestleMania and how many people did or did not have masks there. So Of the mm-hmm. 15 a night, there was probably about 100. Yeah. <laughs> and same with all the AEW events uh, that have been touring in Miami and Jacksonville and even in Texas. And yeah, so. Well, yeah, I guess we'll see. And also, you know, what were we reading earlier today that... Uh, WWE has a mask mandate for all their superstars, a 24-7 mask mandate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where they have to wear a mask unless they're eating or drinking. So does this mean all the they're going to be masked up while they're wrestling? Because that's definitely what the article made it sound like. Or sleeping? Yeah, sleeping mm-hmm. 24-7. Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine it, it just means when you're, when you're in, at the building. When you're in the building and yeah. you're backstage, get your shit on. and Yeah, because I, I can't really see... Vince going along with the fact that these guys have to cover their faces when they come out to perform. Like, no, no. Like, because oh. he's, he's so far up Trump's ass. Yeah. You know, go, and go do a, definitely, go to a 30 minute match with masks on. Um, yeah. Unless you're, unless you're Kane <laughs> no. or the fiend, yeah. you're not wrestling with a mask. On. <laughs> right. <laughs> because the, I, or Ray Mysterio. Or Ray Mysterio. <laughs> yeah. Vince was very definitely was anti-mask. I'm sure he's. Oh, he viewed. You know. He's. He, I guarantee you, he's just viewed this whole entire pandemic as nothing more than an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. Because once, once you, once you're that far right and that much of a Republican, mm-hmm. like he is, it's and just it, it shows. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every like, time a former Republican president dies, he always does a dedication to them on TV. Oh, yeah. I didn't even see that. Yeah, when George even... Bush Sr. passed away, he's like, oh, got to do a dedication to him. So, Wow. Yep. Wow, jeez. So you know Vince votes red. <laughs> oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. The talk of maybe, I don't know, maybe having with with, with the mandate and, may, and maybe a next wave and all that back to the... The Delta variants, yeah, uh, back to the Thunderdome. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's definitely what... Uh, that's a, definitely a contingency plan that they have, but whether or not they're actually going to go through with it. As of right now, SummerSlam is still uh, six days away. Yeah. And, or so five days away. And it's still, as we, as we speak, uh, happening at uh i forget the name of the stadium that new one in vegas yeah the one the one where the raiders play <laughs> that's, uh, the, the, that big fucking stadium over there yeah <laughs> I, I didn't even know that uh the raiders were now in las vegas <laughs> until this got announced yeah. i thought they were I, still in oakland tells you how much i pay attention to football same when the fuck did they move to vegas <laughs> uh according to mason it was like three years ago or two or three years ago He's got to be wrong. It's got. I don't. I don't yeah. know. It had to be like last month or some shit. I don't. I don't watch the NFL. I so don't yeah. yeah, I'm not. I don't even yeah. watch the CFL. 
I don't watch football in general. So there you go. I watch baseball and wrestling and sometimes hockey. <laughs> I get that. I get mm-hmm. that. Oh, no, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. So are we looking forward to SummerSlam? Do, uh, to yeah. a point. Do we care? Like, do we... Uh, some of the match, like a lot of the matches we've already seen before. Yeah. Like uh, we've seen Saucer versus Bianca. That was the headliner for WrestleMania night one. But them with 75,000 people is going to be great. Yeah. If they can pull off like the magic that they did at WrestleMania, because mm-hmm. that match was great. The but, hair whip. Holy shit. Yeah. That gave Sasha that big gash, that gash on her side. Yeah. yeah that must've stung. But, uh, for days. yeah. Uh, other than that, what is, uh, yeah, uh, well, we got old, Oldberg and Bobby Lashley. Oldberg and Bobby Lashley. Not looking forward to no, that. That is that is that is a that match is going to be tops ten minutes. I I wouldn't even give it five. <laughs> it's the spear versus the spear. Yeah, it's just it's Goldberg's shitty spears versus Lashley's shitty spear. Well, Lashley actually has a pretty decent spear. How he, how, he, how he does the rollout afterwards? Yeah, yeah, but Goldberg's is just a football tackle. And he has zero. And the only one consideration. who sells that amazing is Dolph. Because holy shit! Oh, Dolph! Yeah, he, he sells that better than the fucking Black Knight from uh, Holy Grail. <laughs> God, every time Goldberg hit Dolph with those spears, I thought he was dead. Oh, I think we all did. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was basically doing the whole like Black Knight thing, just like come back here. Yeah, I'm not done yet. <laughs> that time that Goldberg gets in, hits yeah. him again, and it's yeah. just like Dolph. So, no. Tis but a flesh wound. <laughs> Stop it, he's already yeah, dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, come back here, I'll gnaw your ankles off. <laughs> but yeah, Dolph sold those Goldberg spears. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah, he did. But uh, promo-wise and I guess storyline-wise, the only match that's really anyone's looking forward to Roman is Roman versus Cena. Cena, yeah. Yeah, and we've seen that match before in the past. but And it was good, though. It was, it was, and I'm glad Roman was the guy to go over, but uh, is that going to happen again this time? It kind of seems like it could go either way. Mm-hmm. Like, are they going to continue to push Roman as this unstoppable heel, or are they going to give John Cena this 17th record-breaking world title reign? Give him the 17th, Big E come out, cash in on Cena, and then we get the Roman-Big E feud. Well, you see, the thing thing is, though, is that nobody's booing Cena like they were like uh, five years ago because he hasn't been around as much and not being forced down everybody's throats. So nobody's sick of him. They're all cheering him again. So if Cena wins, everyone goes home happy. If Roman wins, people boo. But if I think if Big E cashes in on Roman and everyone goes home happy, that would make more sense. Because if, uh, Big, yeah, if if Big E cashes on Cena, that could have the oh, potential of turning. The crowd could turn he's on gonna him. Going to get booed out of the fucking yeah. building. There's a lot more people that are going to know who Cena is as opposed to Biggie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Bringing Cena back and all that, it just makes me look forward to the Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, don't, I don't need Cena back. I don't need The Rock back. I don't need Batista back. Well, I Rock's need to the, see their kick-ass movies. Well, The Rock's coming back uh, around Survivor Series, I think. So no. get that's ready. what is 30 years? I don't. No, exactly. But uh, the rumor is is that he's going to come back at Survivor Series, and that's going to plant the seeds for a feud with Roman, Roman for WrestleMania uh, next year. Oh, they have to do that. Yeah, they like, do. That is that kind of has to be big. like Rock's promos on Roman are going to be fantastic. Oh yeah. <laughs> so long as they don't head do to the-, the table, go back to the kitty table. Roman. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so long I as they've known you since you were yay. Yeah. Oh, they could definitely play that. Oh, that for sure, for sure. Yeah. Rock could scold him for, for sure, but uh, I just hope they don't do that whole thing like they did with McMahon and uh, Bret Hart from WrestleMania 26, where McMahon brought out all the entire Hart family and then Bret just kind of swerved and was like, oh no, they're all with me. And like, I just hope that, yeah, that the Roman doesn't come up with the entire like Anawaii. Uh, Batu family, and then Rock would be like, "Oh, actually, it's <laughs> <laughs> when the Usos yeah. turn face." Oh, Ugh. <laughs> or that that or Rikishi just super kicks his own kids. <laughs> oh. Okay, I kind of want to see that a little bit, kind of, not really. That I don't Hall know. of Fame speech, though, he did that? it. <laughs> Picture of Rikishi's ass, Jimmy and Jay. That, yeah, that put us through college. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just super, super kicks his own kids and says, "I did it for the Rock." <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'd be funny. There if they go. end it like that, they have to, if if Rikishi says, "Can I say this?" Yeah. If you make me super kick my kids, Vince better fucking say yes because that would be the greatest thing ever. Uh, well, can Rikishi even actually pull that move off anymore? I mean, the Usos will sell it like champions. Oh, they will. Yeah, but like, what, <laughs> Dad? Are- why did you kick me last Sunday? So I, I, did, did, I did it for the rock. rock. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Is, is she not dead? No, Rikishi's no. alive. Well, then who Yo- am I thinking of? Yoko. Yokozuna. No, no. Uh, that was a long time ago. Uh, I don't know. I thought Rikishi. Nope. No, Rikishi's still very much alive. Oh, okay. All right. Some, something just, just now kind of hit me. It's like, wait a minute. I see it in my head now. Uso's selling Rikishi super kick like champs. Mm-hmm. S- Smackdown five days later. Dad, what the hell? I did yeah, it for like, the rock. <laughs> like so many of these matches, there's well, we got like okay, well, AJ Styles and almost are defending the tag team titles against RK Bro. That's on here. I now. forgot that was that thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Eva Marie versus Alexa Bliss. I have zero interest in this feud that's going on no. right now. This is Eva going, put me in a high-class feud since I'm back, please. Pretty much, yeah. I, I lose track of whether Alexa Bliss is a heel or a face on a daily or a weekly basis. It's, yeah, very confusing. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal in a singles match. Viren Shanky banned from ringside. I am not invested in this whatsoever. Nope. Like, mm-hmm. no matter how much they want me to be. It's yeah, not. Oh, no, you stole Vince's sword. Yeah. <laughs> No, the sword I took out of the tooth of a Loch Ness monster. <laughs> I extracted it from his mighty jaws using nothing but my sexy body. <laughs> my dad shipped it to me. Yeah, or, or something like that, you know. Uh, or it was my great uncles or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Great grandfather's Something sword. like that, yeah. When Vince just goes, I have a sword in my house. Of course you fucking have a sword, Vince. <laughs> like, yeah. You have a dinosaur, you have a T-Rex skull in your office, of course you're going to have a sword in your house. <laughs> and a picture of himself. Yeah. Is it That's, signed? Uh, <laughs> I could see it. I could see it. Okay, we got uh, yeah, Seamus versus Damian Priest for the U.S. title. I hope Damian Priest wins. That's all I got to say. He needs, <laughs> he earned, he's earned it. Okay. Uh yeah, Bianca versus Sasha, seen it. Usos versus the Mysterios, seen it. Yeah. For the SmackDown tag team titles. Yeah, Oldberg versus Bobby Lashley, whatever. Uh Roman and Cena, yeah, Nikki Ash versus Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley for the women's title. They put that fucking belt back on Charlotte. 
Yeah, they're, they, well, I don't. Maybe I've noticed they won't now yeah, because yeah. she was backstage at AAA. That's going to be what Vince I'm going to get okay. to soon go. enough. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I really hope they don't put it back on. I, I but at the same time, Nikki's kind of has been getting booed at house shows, so maybe her whole superhero, almost a superhero character, isn't working. So, if anything, I think they Rhea. would put it back on Rhea. Yeah, but uh, I guess we'll see. As long as it's not Charlotte, I don't care. Yeah, because Charlotte, Charlotte Flair doesn't need any more title reigns, even though they seem to be excluding her NXT women's title reigns uh, from her total amount now. I mean, mm. that's fine. Who cares? Yeah, yeah but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the only other match I'm really looking forward to is uh, Edge versus Seth Rollins, because that's actually been the yeah, match with the... Be- yeah, that's, yeah. that's going to be the only one of any real interest to me, honestly. Yeah. Edge and Seth and... Roman Cena and Roman. Cena yeah, those yeah. are the only, the only two matches I'm really looking forward to. And most uh, of those will be first and second. Yeah. Uh, yeah, watch uh, Bobby and Oldberg be last. Yeah, there's, there's, there's isn't even an Intercontinental title match on SummerSlam. <laughs> like, come on. Well, they had it on SmackDown. Remember? Oh right, Shinsuke. Yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura won the Intercontinental title. King from Nakamura. K- Kingsuke. Kingsuke. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he won the Intercontinental Kingsuke. title, and yeah, I did not give a crap whatsoever. I didn't. I was just like, oh, the Intercontinental changed hand, or Intercontinental title changed hands. I forgot. First of all, I forgot that Apollo Cruz was the Intercontinental champion because they've done nothing with that rain no nope. and second of all yeah this is it's i love the intercontinental championship i just hate how they've been using it recently well remember but, that jericho story he told sorry jericho told vince was like no one gives a fuck about the intercontinental oh championship. yeah that's right yeah that's, no. uh, wow but uh i have a feeling that either the smackdown tag team title match or the u.s title match is going to end up being on the pre-show or possibly both who knows it's probably going to be a two-hour pre-show, so they have time. <laughs> they, need, they need something to fill the time in between all the vignettes for the matches that they're going to show before the matches on the main card anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, overall, SummerSlam is looking like uh, Slumber Slam this year. It's Summer very, Scam. Yeah, yeah. Summer, Summer Scam, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll all get together for NXT on the Sunday. Uh, that's actually it. what I'm looking for. Yep. Look, looking forward to Joe it. Joe and Karrion Cross is going to be good. Hopefully. I hope Joe can still go and he doesn't get injured. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yep. Uh, knock on wood. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I got plenty of wood down here. Oh, that sounded bad. This is only going to be the second takeover I've ever seen. Yes. Because one of them was on just their regular programming. Right, it was on TV, right? Mm-hmm. It was that was your, the WrestleMania that, weekend takeover. Yes, when they showed it on, uh, on uh, uh, Sportsnet. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Up here, at least. It was like yes. two days of that, and then two days of mania. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that. Uh, yes, I remember the episode where I covered that whole thing, and my voice was very. I, I said I was going to cover it quickly, and it ended up being an hour and a half. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That episode was almost three hours. Yep. The wonderful world of podcasting. Oh yeah. Yeah. You think yeah. you're only going to talk for an hour, and then all of a sudden it's dark out. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, been there, done that. We'll, well, let's do, see. we'll do it nine, again. It's nine thirty already. So. It's been about an hour fifteen already. Oh Jesus. Ah, okay. okay. Well, let's keep Fair. going, shall we? Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm glad you brought up Charlotte Flair. Hmm. I'm not because <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm sure she is too. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> woo! <laughs> guess who showed up at Triple Mania? The limousine <laughs> ride, jet flying. <laughs> Right. You know uh, the rest. Right on. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Space Mountain, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I I have to admit, I was kind of excited for it. Yeah, it was rather unexpected. I wasn't uh, 
A, I wasn't expecting him to show up at all that soon, but I guess he has no non-compete clause with his contract with WWE. Right. And also... Kurt Flair doesn't need a compete clause yeah. to fucking... Be- <laughs> I go where I want, when I want. Just, just fire me. I'm already fired. Yeah, fire <laughs> me. I'm, I'm already fired. fired. I'm going to Space Mountain. The oldest ride with the longest line. <laughs> like, Rick, what are you talking about? Space Mountain's been torn down. Uh, Woo! <laughs> 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 Search out anyway. those commercials. <laughs> the, oh, the, the car, the, the car company. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Who stole my yogurt? Whack! Yeah, woo! How's that taste? Guess who showed no, up at Triple I, I still Mania? Laugh out well, let me see it right. Oh, I laugh out loud sometimes. Like I at the late this past weekend. Right on. Yeah, yeah, right on. Space Mountain, baby. My sister just started. I have to admit, I was like, do you even know who Ric Flair is? And she was like, yes. Yeah, I was rather unexpected. I wasn't. I, uh, I guess. Hey, uh, I wasn't uh, expecting him to show up at all that soon. I but I guess he has no like, non-compete clause like, with his contract. No, no, I think right. it was an episode of the Cleveland show that. And also, Flair doesn't need a compete clause for fucking. I go where I want, when I want. Fire me! I'm already fired. I'm already fired. I'm going to Space Mountain, the oldest ride with the longest line. Rick, what are you talking about? Space Mountain's been torn down. Woo! <laughs> Search out <Anyway>. those commercials. <laughs> the, oh, the, the car, the, the car company. Yeah. yeah. Oh, who stole my yogurt? <laughs> Whack! Yeah, yeah, woo! How's that taste? Uh, that taste. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I still laugh out loud. Literally. Oh, I laugh out loud anytime. Those. Like I at the lake this past weekend, I started doing my Ric Flair impression, and my sisters just started rolling. And I was like, "Do you even know who Ric Flair is?" And she was like, "Yes." I was like. Oh, how? I, okay. I guess uh, for, uh, he's he's a pop culture icon. I guess he's been featured on like shows like I don't know. I think it was an episode of the Cleveland Show that Family Guy spinoff that he was on. They were like it was like Ric Flair's boot camp or something. Uh, and then okay. yeah, my brother in law was like, "Oh, whoever they got to do that, he was a really good Ric Flair impression." And I watched it. I was like, "Nope, that's Ric Flair. That's, that, <laughs> that is, that's old nature himself. That. That's well, slick Rick." Your sister's on the ground laughing. You know who Ric Flair is? No, just figure four right there. Yeah, there I was like, go. come here. <laughs> hey, yeah. No, she's just like, I'm sitting in the back of the pontoon boat, and I'm just going like, I've been through divorces! I've been through bankruptcies! I've been through it all! And she's just up there laughing, and like, I'm just like, okay. Go silent for like 20 minutes, walk up, like yeah. creep up behind her in your ear, just go, yeah. Woo! Did I just hear the word horseman? <laughs> Why's my hand cramping? <laughs> Help! Hey, you need the lisp, man. You gotta. That's I know right. I don't have a lisp. Space but... Mountain. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, he showed up in on, and I don't even I don't even know Andrade's whole name. Andrade El Idolo. Okay, I'm glad you can do this stuff. Because, yeah, well, he used to be Andrade Cien Almas in NXT, and then in, on the main roster, Vince La was Sombra. like... Oh, La Sombra. Yeah, back in the day, he was La Sombra. Yeah, when he wore a mask, I think. Yep. Yeah, and then... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, when he was in NXT, he was Andrade Cien Almas, and then when he moved up to Raw, he was just Andrade, because Vince was like, oh, nobody will ever remember that. It's too long. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, then he asked for his release, and now he's Andrade El Idolo. Right, yep. and... Uh, can he contended against Kenny Omega for the, the, for the mega, mega, the mega yeah. yeah, the mega championship, which is their world title, as I understand. Right, yeah. right. One of the many titles. Well, I guess, I guess Omega is short one now. 
Yeah, Dave, since he lost it to Christian. Yeah. 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 You yeah, know, but... he's short too. Oh, yeah. He lost <laughs> half his belts because yeah, right. two, two of the belts were the Impact World title. You're right. Yeah. Right. But he had defended the AAA title, for the lack of a better term, against Andrade, who in. And this is where they kind of blur the lines between real life and the show because Andrade is Flair's real life son in law. Yeah, I don't know if uh, Andrade and Charlotte are married. I know they're engaged. Or are, are they engaged or are they just dating? Or They might be engaged. Okay, well, so future son in law. Right, yeah. right. There's, there, there is that strong connection. But honestly, I, I wasn't expecting it. Because no, uh, no single person. Very long. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> imagine because he being came out with there. his music too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, okay. Well, it's public domain. Well, no, yeah. Nobody owns that. Yeah, but. like you, you can use it anywhere. Yeah, because then I'll yeah. just kind of pointed at the ramp, and then the camera panned and was like, "What the fuck?" And then you're just like, Dah. "Yeah." <laughs> like WWE, <laughs> WWE owns a version of it where that, that has a woo at the beginning. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Once, once you start putting your own spin on public domain stuff. Mm-hmm then okay that is now yours okay but just the original also sprach zarathustra yeah like that is anyone can use it the fuck did you just say well that's the that's the name of the song so you can't say andrade ld though but you can say (laughs) (laughs) what was it also sprack zarathustra okay okay, okay. what that sounds like a fucking disease (laughs) which is that a band name that i haven't heard of zarathustra was many years ago where they've where they've got that from which kind of makes me think now it's kind of a lock that they're bringing cm punk in and brian and daniel and 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 daniel bryanson into Oh, I'm totally saying that. Daniel Bryanson. Oh, I, that is the way I'm saying his name now. Well, we got every other variation of it so far. You might as well go with this one. Well, yeah. The this. Dragon American. The Dragon Daniel American. Bryanson. Daniel Bryanson. <laughs> Rock yeah. the Dwayne Johnson. Yep. <laughs> Part of their the, these the character of these of CM Punk and and Daniel Bryan was their ring introduction music mm-hmm. okay now with with uh cm punk okay i don't i don't know how because apparently vince doesn't like shelling out for licensed music no but for some reason he came out to, to living colors cult of personality yeah which was easily one of the greatest songs of all time yeah it was uh well he did that in like his from 2011 up until he left the company in 2014, that's what he used. But before mm-hmm. that, this fire burns. This fire burns by Killswitch. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. But uh, which Randy Orton has actually used in the past. Too. Randy used it <laughs> once or twice. Yeah, and then he went to that. Hey, nothing you can say. That thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah we know. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, like uh, as far as we all know, he's allowed. Well, he, he used a uh, cult of personality when he was uh, doing MMA stuff too. So. Yeah, we have every reason to believe that he's going to be using that song. If anything, he's just really good buddies with them. Yeah, and like also Living Color followed AEW on Instagram recently. Then it's so. just like, yeah. Hmm, okay, yeah. yeah, okay. Then there, there we go. That just just answered my question. Yeah, and I hope that they do that because it it works. It it's definitely the most advantageous for AEW for them 
to shell out the licensing and all that because they have access to it. Mm -hmm. And that is how fans immediately recognize, at least I, I would think, CM Punk goes with that song. Yeah. Well, hearing that opening riff, yeah, everyone knows. Mm. Like, you just hear the... Yeah. Da -na 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 -na. yeah oh, for sure. Yeah, as soon for as you sure. hear that, the crowd is going to go absolutely Because if he's mm. slotted to... Even if he doesn't show up till All Out in Chicago, that building's going to go fucking insane. Oh, yeah. Well, that's where I would debut him. Yeah, well, there's rumors that it's going to happen at Rampage, but that, that would get a huge ratings pop for Rampage, but if anything, do you really want to... Do you really want to waste yeah. it on yeah. free TV? If yeah. anything, because they're going to be chanting CM Punk the whole show. Oh, yeah. And also, that when they, were, when they announced the first dance episode of Rampage at Chicago, uh... They were the crowd was chanting CM Punk and the camera was focusing in on people saying mm -hmm. CM Punk. So, so yeah. if anything, a promo on the jumbotron. Ugh, not even that. I wouldn't give that away. Don't don't give anything away until all out. Have them come out after the world title match. Yeah, in some to break up a schmoz or or something like there's if you like if you can't find Ome something for Omega, CM Punk to do Omega barely beats Christian yeah he's sitting in the corner with Don Callis you just Don, yeah or Don <laughs> or Don Callis will just like do that whole thing is like Kenny he's like Kenny Omega has no other contenders left nobody is good enough to beat him yeah. not even like because Kenny Omega is the best in the world. <laughs> <laughs> See that shit writes itself. Yep. You know we're we're not even on the we're not even on the paying roster here, and we're no. coming up. with And that shit is to when do. we all fucking jump out of the off the couch and freak the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, sure. it's gonna be. Oh man. Well, since, uh, since or buddy... even if he doesn't say best in the world, and it and it's Brian that comes out, either or like, we're gonna lose our fucking minds. Like, the best in the. <laughs> then it gets uh, no, actually, I'm gonna talk to uh, our, our our friend uh, Mike Menz is uh, probably coming down to join us for this, and uh, he has a Twitch channel, so I'm gonna try to talk to him about it, streaming our live reactions on his Twitch channel to All Out. Ooh. See what happens. We yeah. can just have like a watch along. Yeah, like that, I, I got a, I got a tripod that has like a, a thing for a cell phone, uh, hol a holder for a cell phone, so we can just set it up in the living room and uh, just show us sitting on the couches, <laughs> eating pizza, and <laughs> eating, eating pizza, pizza, drinking and beer, beer, and like I'll I'll be holding my championship belt if I still have it at that time, and uh, <laughs> which I'm sure I will, and. Um, yeah, I just hope I don't get drunk and forget that I'm being filmed and say something stupid. Say something stupid. <laughs> well, Not well, that I would. The idea. Yeah. Or we just filmed the main event. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. We filmed Kenny and Christian. Yeah, because a whole four hours would be a bit much. Mm. No. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. we could do it, but... But I don't want to. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're we'll, like, Kenny and Christian's next! Yeah. Mike, well, set it up! <laughs> so we'll see. But yeah, CM Punk in AEW. That's pretty much a lock but i'm still gonna pop either way just like we did for edge at the royal rumble i think so yeah i think so yeah, we so. all cried enough for my sister oh when, yeah yeah when when daniel bryan does make his d d but as well mm -hmm. like he has two songs that he's noted for i guess maybe final countdown final countdown yeah. but ride of the valkyries though is yeah. probably like that's... that's the song that once again 
more and more fans will associate him with that, I believe. Yeah, because of his WWE run. And, but as soon as yeah. the final starts, everyone's going to know immediately who it is. Well, the, no. the wrestling fans will. Yeah, and well, once like again, said, there is yeah. only wrestling fans <laughs> watching. The yeah. few normies TV. going like, why is... Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's either, like, I know, like you said, Flight of the Valkyries, that is a uh, public domain, but, like, the, the again, the version that he used in WWE was a more, like, rock, uh, yeah, like, a, they, a, re- they, a redone they, version. They, they messed with it. Yeah, and all that, yeah is, it was with distorted guitars, fun. yeah. Because right. either... Modernized it a bit. Callus mm-hmm. at the end is going to say either... He's either going to say Omega is, like, the best in the world, or he's going to say... No, he is the new American Dragon, and then do 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 do. Well, that, that seems a bit forced. Yeah, the new American Dragon. <laughs> he comes out and he's wearing dragons on his tights. You know what's happening. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, if Omega has dragons yeah. on his tights, oh yeah. Okay. Oh jeez. Yeah. Why is there a small dragon on his knee? Oh. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't be telegraphing it too much. No. no. So I guess we can. We're obviously all really looking forward to all in, all in, all out, all out. Yeah, all yeah. in, all out, all in. Yeah, was this that Exodus song? <laughs> blood and blood and blood out. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Before we get on with tonight's turnbuckle talk, though, I kind of want to bring you guys, being the single guys, okay. I want to kind of maybe throw something by you. Have you been uh, keeping up with the? With the wonderful world of Sunny lately. Oh, <laughs> yes, the whole uh, OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> yes, decorating thing. Yes, yeah. apparently. Ten dollars. Now, now that now that she's $10. out, of, now that she's out of the clink, she's again. Uh, look, yeah, again, she's <laughs> uh, she's looking apparently for her OnlyFans. She's mm-hmm. looking for talent. Talent, yeah. <laughs> she's looking. She's looking to hire some talent. Yep. For it now, I don't quite know exactly what that means, but I have a fairly good idea. So I'm going to put you guys on the spot here. Would you guys be up for uh, assisting Sunny in some in her in her new endeavor? Uh, what do you say? Personally, I would not, but... It's only 30 bucks a month. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. I, I checked. American. Oh, American. Yeah. Oh. So what's that, like, fucking 500 Canadian? <laughs> you can the least. exchange rate right now. Uh, but, uh, money converter. Oh, yeah. That's, it was a rhetorical question. But, I know. <laughs> but, uh, I know. But, yeah, uh, personally, no, I would not uh, contribute to it. But uh, 3777. Oh, okay, thank okay. you. <laughs> 37? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's this hour. The next hour it might be something, <laughs> something else. else. But, uh, yeah. no, I personally wouldn't contribute to it. But at the same time, uh, I know there are guys out there who will be willing to do this. Uh, right. She's probably already made a killing already. Oh, yeah. Like, this is the... This is a solicited dick pic being sent. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, I do have uh, female friends who do have OnlyFans that mm-hmm. do do the same thing. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, make your money. How if you can make money doing it, fucking do it. More power to you. That's. Mm-hmm. But I, I personally would not do that. <laughs> it's. <laughs> it also doesn't specify whether it uh, your dick has to be hard or not. So, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Well, that yeah, that brings me to yeah. the next one because. She's at for she's got another little feature 
on her OnlyFans, apparently, where for the cheap price of mere a mere ten dollars, she will actually rate your equipment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I guess she's soliciting. You know where she's asking you, send me dick yeah. pics. Well, that's what we were already talking give, about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh well, no, she was. Well, there's, there's, there's a couple of things. I thought, I thought that's what this. the talent thing was. Oh no, like, no, oh, she's the, looking for like male people to be in photo shoots. And, right. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. I thought, I thought, I thought the talent thing was about the whole dick. No, that option oh, no, is probably that's... at least three hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> or does she pay you? No, probably not. Well, I guess <laughs> you would get paid. Well, if I guess if you're a big enough Sunny fan, if you're a big enough Mark, yeah. Okay, then you might end up giving your talents away for free yeah i mean basically what we're saying is here is your chance to screw sunny yeah i don't imagine they can advertise payment for that because that would be prostitution (laughs) so yeah that's illegal right but unless you film it then it's legal (laughs) you subscribe and then you get a dm saying for the low price of three or four hundred bucks you can bang me that's a little forward (laughs) Uh, well i porn stars have done that they've done they've made movies yeah you know called fan fucking and all that okay you know yeah if you're look you i don't know I, i don't know the the fan picking process to be on air talent mm-hmm. and doing it with your favorite porn star and all that i imagine the way sunny probably is going to do pretty it penny. yeah you know. yeah but, probably <laughs> but yeah the, <laughs> again yeah i guess the, the as far as the dick rating things go and, and or the talent search i personally would not uh, participate but Obviously, there's going to be willing participants out there somewhere. So, oh yeah, I hope Sonny's able to, uh, yeah, make a make a killing off this one. <laughs> More power to her. And with you know? with with cameo being a thing now, yeah, I wonder what the the rules and regulations for cameo is. I think now. it's pretty PG. I don't <laughs> because like, with all this going on, I don't know. Sometimes I get an idea like, hmm. Should I be making any requests for cameo? <laughs> what kind of fucking shit would I get someone to request someone to? No, nah, they're just FaceTime requests. <laughs> yeah, the 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 variation in prices that I've seen on cameo is absolutely bizarre. Like, for instance, you see like a guy like Ric Flair is on cameo. He's doing them for five hundred bucks a pop. Wow, and I'm just like, yeah. oh, that's a bit much, even if it is mm. slick, Rick. And, and Dave then, Mustaine, three hundred. Yeah, and then you got guys like Gary Holt from Exodus and Slayer, who's doing them for twenty five bucks a pop. So wow. yeah, wow. Trevor uh, from Black Dahlia Murder is doing them for thirty five dollars a pop. Still not bad. No, not bad at all. I've I've made hints towards people that I wanted one from Gary Holt, but I didn't get it Aww. for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards. Yeah, bastards. So I <laughs> guess like, twenty five. Hey bucks. Gary, can you do a Ric Flair impression? Yeah. Yeah. Opens your phone, oh, it's Gary going like the Jay Lethal thing. You go, you son of a bitch! Jay Lethal! <laughs> Where are you at, you son of a bitch? <laughs> I fucking love that. Yeah. We gotta watch that again. Yeah, after. we do. <laughs> so right. good. Yeah. Right on. So it's, I guess it's not gonna be sunny here in Wrestling Night in Canada. No, sunny days are uh, for another time, for another place. <laughs> for another time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. And I'm going to transition now over to our turnbuckle talk, which it's not going to be very long um, because 
how can what else can you once once you say this guy is just one of the greatest of all times mm-hmm. there's there's not much more to reiterate than that and when you talk about one bobby eaton beautiful bobby eaton mm-hmm. uh, it, it it doesn't necessarily begin and end there but if we just had a turnbuckle talk and just said that all of our listeners would be happy and mm-hmm. they would definitely understand um do you guys recall maybe how you first discovered Bobby Eaton? Uh obviously that was a little bit before my time, but uh I just na- mainly heard about him through like uh uh YouTube videos and like uh network uh WWE network documentaries where they've mentioned him a couple times here and there. Right. Yeah, from his times with WCW. But uh yeah, I've not really familiar with his body of work, but uh well, when you say greatest of all time, I feel like I should probably go uh, into the archives <laughs> and research some of this uh, this guy's history. For sure, so. for sure. Yeah. What What about you, dude? Do you have any? I don't really remember. You no. don't remember exactly no. where you, where you first saw him. No. And heard of them. No, that's that's fair enough. Because, like Matt said, it was kind of like his heyday. You know, you guys would have just been. You would be really young. Yeah, I was in. Yeah. I was. I was <laughs> even yeah. born at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I was born in '86, so I imagine that was probably around his heyday. That but. was, yeah, probably the height. Of, yeah, '93. Uh, so, no, <laughs> so you you were born, okay, when I would have first discovered Bobby Eaton, the Midnight Express, mm-hmm. Jim Jim Cornette, in the mid '80s during the during the Crockett era of the nwa okay of the, of the crockett territories right. and that was through what we now affectionately referred to as the after mags yep. those Heard. were the magazines edited by um i can't remember the name of the company now but the main man behind this series of magazines was one Bill After. Yep, heard you heard you mention that name a few times. Oh well, yeah, because <laughs> like, that's pro, pro wrestling illustrated is still around. Yeah. Yep. I still buy the odd co- the 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 odd copy, mm-hmm. and then when a wrestling fan who's having a birthday or whatever, well, what do I get them? Well, it's it's almost a lock that I'm yeah, gonna Mag. buy them. A, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna buy them. You know, pro wrestling. I Illustrated usually get pro race, one. wrestling illustrated or decibel. A decibel, yeah, yeah. yeah and I for said sure. it correctly because you did. Fuck you. <laughs> you did. Decibel. Decibel. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think, like, didn't someone mispronounce that like really bad that we uh, talked about yeah. one time? Kareen did it first. Yes, okay. yeah. <laughs> decibel magazine. To kind of since since we're gonna go there to kind of give a little uh, background information as to what we're talking about. If you don't listen to both shows our sister program radioactive metal and if, if you, you don't and, and if you don't why the fuck why not? are you not <laughs> yes yes prioritize reprioritize your life god <laughs> or you're just tired of snowy you know? in, yeah, the, I guess, yeah. in the one in the wonderful world of heavy metal there is a wicked magazine called decibel mm-hmm. which makes sense that you know decibel okay loud mm-hmm. heavy metal and all that well i had a co-hostess on that show a couple of years back now who's a really bright girl she's yeah. she's competing in national chess tournaments now 
But every once in a while, she could get a little bit dingy, and she'll totally admit to it. We've all been there. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, you should see me coming up this weekend, okay? Well, oh, no. <laughs> well, I'm making the prediction now. Calling him a cab and sending him home Friday from I'll Old pray Road. for you. I'll pray for you, Dustin. <laughs> no. He'll be following me around like a lost puppy. Yeah. Well, when's one dad time, picking us up? <laughs> one time, one time on radioactive metal, she referred to Decibel magazine as Decibel, like live, on, like on air, on air, on oh, air. Geez. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay. Just a couple of days later, Brainiac over here is doing a YouTube video of Whoops. your of your uh, metalhead box. Yeah. Your uh, your yeah. unveiling, which you, the new one's you, coming soon. Oh, right! I got on. it the other day. Excellent, cool. excellent. Some good shit in there. Well, you pull out an issue of Decibel, refer to it as Decibel. <laughs> Have not having listened to that episode or anything, and I'm like, what the fuck? What is this? A generational thing? <laughs> can 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 the can can the can the next group of kids coming up not pronounce decibel? Like, what's going? Decable. Decable magazine. Decible. Decible. <laughs> so so now that's what we refer to. Uh, so every time I'm on time. radioactive metal with <laughs> Snowy and Aaron, uh, purposely fucking Aaron goes, well, I got the new Disciple today. The and I'm like, fuck disciples. you, Aaron. Yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, uh, that, that, that's, it's an ongoing gag nice. on that now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the after mags, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, The Wrestler, Inside Wrestling, Sports Review Wrestling. Most of these are all gone now, just like a lot of great, great magazines are. But yeah. it was through those ones because that, it was that time period throughout the 80s in my teens and all that. I was buying four or five different magazines a month of, you know, of wrestling mm -hmm. at the time. And there was always lots of coverage of the Crockett, of the Crockett territory because that's where Ric Flair was, mm -hmm. that's, you know, and... Pretty much everyone else. One of the uh, big things that kept Crockett in business and doing such great business was the classic rivalry between the Midnight Express and the Rock and Roll Express. That's going to be that's it is going down in history as one of the all the the all time greats. And it was just it's not just Cornette's big mouth. It's it's not just, you know, the revenge of you know it's the old it's the old angle you know loudmouth manager and the babyface needs to get revenge on the dastardly heels and all that. Mm -hmm. You had these four amazing workers, you know, and Bobby was really outshining them all <laughs> and doing it quietly because mm -hmm. Dennis Condry never really spoke very much in real life. Right, Cornette was the mouth was was the mouthpiece and. He let Eaton let him do all the talking. And of course, over on the other side, Ricky Morton was obviously, he was fantastic on the mic. And yeah, Robert Gibson got down every once in a while, but you knew who the mouthpieces were in this angle. Mm -hmm. And it worked so well. And it's not just the Crockett territory, but it actually started in Mid South as well. They just took it to the National Forum and all that. And it's just, that is just one of those um, rivalries that will that will just uh, live in infamy 
I don't imagine you guys ever saw Bobby Eaton wrestling live then. No, I mean, no, absolutely not. Not. No. not. I only got the opportunity once. At the barn? At, at the old Winnipeg Arena, yeah. at the old barn, as we call it. The one time, I guess it was about 88, Ric Flair was world champion, Lex, Lex Luger was challenging for it. The one time that Crockett came up to Winnipeg here, like I said, Flair was defending against Luger. Uh, Barry Windham was defending the U.S. title when the U.S. title meant something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was defending it against Sting. And the tag team titles were held by the Midnight Express. Okay. The trick to that, though, was the Midnights had just turned face. Okay. Okay, they they had regained the NWA world titles. They had turned face. They were defending against a team that would go on to be known, better known, as the Bushwhackers. Ah, yes. <laughs> and, of course, they had the gimmick with the yeah. arms and, you know, and the licking comedy of the heads. Yeah, yeah, comedy they team were, in the WWF. Yeah, okay. Well, pre-WWF, they were there, serious. There was an awesome, brutal, brutal team called the Sheep Herders. Okay. <laughs> okay. And that it was the Sheep Herders, their matches in the in Puerto Rico in the World Wrestling Council and all that, seeing all the blood, the barbed wire, the fire. And now it's not as extreme as the stuff that Ducky, you know, subjects yeah, us to we, us. <laughs> but it was pretty extreme time. for back then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So wouldn't shock audiences today like it did back at not at, the at all, time, no. not at all. That's that's kid stuff back then. But yeah, yeah. just wow, wow. Like I said, to- totally different animal. And I managed to catch Midnight's defending it against the sheep herders. Okay, and even though Midnight's were the good guys, Cornette still handed eating the racket. He cracked one of the sheep herders and scored and scored the pin. Hmm. It's just something, you know, that I never forgot. Faces winning with bait, with uh with heel tactics. Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely, because you you see that a lot more nowadays. Oh yeah, sure. because <laughs> the line is blurred. Yeah. yeah, now now more than ever, and that's something I wanted to talk about earlier when we were talking about Rampage. I can't believe. Okay, not only is Britt Baker getting so much heat, mm-hmm. she's over as a face, and they're still doing heel tactics. Yeah, it kind of seemed, though, with the way that ended, that, uh, that she definitely is still playing a heel character with Jimmy, yeah, Jamie Hayter's run-in and uh, mm-hmm. all that, and stomping stomping uh, <laughs> like Red this, Velvet's yeah. face on the belt. <laughs> this yeah. is total heel Yeah, stuff. so I have a feeling she was just kind of hamming up the the babyface thing for being in Pittsburgh. And then now every other city, she's just going to go back to the back to being a heel as opposed to the face or the tweener thing that she was kind of building right. up to before. Right. I don't know why they're not pulling the trigger on that because it was the same thing that happened with Austin and with rock. Mm-hmm. It, it works when fans start turning heels face. Yeah. You're you've got lightning in a bottle. Yeah. It happened with Eddie Guerrero too. In the oh, WWF. for sure. Yep. For sure, for sure. And, you know, with Bobby Eaton, he was definitely a, uh, a one, one of a kind. Um, 
I remember with the um, when the Midnight Rockers, former AWA champions, Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty, they came to the WWF. They dropped the Midnight. They were just the, the rockers. rockers. Okay. They threw the word tag team specialists. The Rockers are tag team specialists, which is kind of ironic considering Shawn Michaels would go on to mega success as a single star. As a single star. Yeah. You know, and then Janetti would just kind of fade off into obscurity. Yeah, and, unfortunately. You know, the butt of way too many jokes mm-hmm. and all that. But when they first showed up, they were the tag team specialists, which didn't really make any sense considering Vince never acknowledged anyone's past. Yeah. Not once did I ever hear them say former AWA world tag team champions. Nope. Because nothing know. exists outside of WWE. Outside of the WWE. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now the universe. Yeah. Oh, God. And don't even get me started on that. But what I will get started on, and we'll kind of wrap this up with it, Bobby Eaton, you want to call someone a tag team specialist. This was the guy. He's your man. Okay. World, world, world tag team titles with Dennis Condry and the Midnight Express. Stan Lane would turn heel, join the Midnight Express after Dennis Condry bolted from Crockett, won the world tag team titles, you know, together. And then, of course, a couple years after that, oh, no, as you kind of go into the 90s, the forming of the Dangerous Alliance. Okay. Which, when you think um, factions in WCW or in Crockett, you think the Horsemen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Somebody we- say Horsemen. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we have to do a turnbuckle talk on the Dangerous Alliance. Okay. That is that was one hell of a faction with Polly Dangerously, Rick Rick Rude, Medusa. A very different Steve Austin. Yeah. Larry Zabisco, Arn Anderson, and Bobby Eaton. Wow. Wow. I know. <laughs> what about like, the alliance to kill Hulkamanian? <laughs> the Dungeon of Doom? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, we don't talk about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that. We'll, so, we'll, we'll file that under bad gimmicks talk. So, Paul, I imagine Paul E., much like how he is today, is was the mouthpiece for the group? He was. Okay. Was he, he still was. hitting people with cell phones? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The giant oh, cell phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Hitting someone with a cell phone now is nothing. Yeah. But back then, when you it was had the cordless. Yeah. yeah, when it was like the size of a brick. Yeah. And all that, and that's one of the things I'll never forget was when the Midnight Express, like, okay, after Condry had left Crockett, left left the Midnight Express, he went to the AWA, reformed the original Midnight Express with Randy Rhodes, who were a thing in the territories. Not that specific. Randy Rhodes, but no, yeah, well, sorry, not Rhodes. Randy Rose. Oh, Randy Rose. Okay. Yes, I thought yeah. you said Randy Rhodes. <laughs> yeah, okay. I probably did. Yeah, I probably did. Well, they brought the they brought the original Midnight Express back to Crockett after a run as AWA World Tag Team Champions, and they attacked Cornette, mm. schmucked him with his own on his own phone fo- with his own phone on TBS. Cornet bled a gusher, and he had a white suit on, and it's just it's just one of these all time great moments in professional wrestling. Hmm. And of course, once again with the midnight with both midnights, Bobby Eaton is right in the middle of all that. But tag team specialist for sure, for sure, because mm-hmm. not only 
world titles with these great guys went on to win one with Arn Anderson mm -hmm. as well. And of course, the same thing can be said about Arn Anderson winning NWA world titles with Tully Blanchard and WWF titles. And then with, with WCW with uh, Larry Zbysko and Bobby Eaton, mm -hmm. you know, that, which as, as well, one of like, there's, okay, maintaining friendships in the world of professional wrestling can be just as hard as maintaining marriages sometimes. Damn near impossible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For many years, um, Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton had this amazing friendship, like away from, they lived down the street from one another, mm -hmm. you know, and as years got on, they got older, they just kind of drifted apart, dr dr drifted apart. but their, their friendships, you know, were, were absolutely legendary. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lesson, you know, as you get older, the people that you kind of drift apart from maybe pick up the phone once in a while mm -hmm. and make that reconnection because I'm pretty sure that now Anderson is kind of wishing, oh, maybe, maybe we, maybe we should have done that. Yeah. 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 And anyone, and I'm not one, I'll kind of wrap it up with this. I'm not one to promote celebrity podcasts. Okay. I'm one of the original podcasters. No. Oh, okay. okay. And it has just been, overrun by celebrity podcasters in every every subgenre okay so i'm not one to push them what i will say is just make the effort go out and listen to cornet's uh experience episode where he does the tribute to bobby eaton so many great stories mm -hmm. and it'll just tug at your heartstrings you know, just at the at at the beginning and at the end when he said they've had to redo it a couple times yeah. because he broke down, you know, both both times and well, all that. And it's Cor yeah. Cornette's nothing if not passionate about what he talks definitely, about. So, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So if you're gonna if you're gonna actually listen to a celebrity wrestling podcast, make it that one. And by all means, with 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 the network and them buying up a lot of WCW and a lot of Crockett stuff and all that, just search out Bobby. Uh, it's probably on there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's homework for everyone. Okay. You know, check 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 out some Bobby Eaton. Just not just for the the sake of doing it, but because it's going to be an experience. He's one of the all time greats, and he was a gentleman that we lost way too soon um how can people get a hold of us uh people can get a hold of us on facebook at facebook.com slash wrestling night in canada or on instagram at wrestling night in canada right on right on and of course wrestling night in canada is proud members of the shining wizards network shining wizards network.com not only is this beautiful program on that it's predominantly a pro wrestling Net network, but you kind of branches out pop culture and music. Mm -hmm. So if you're tired, if you're not tired, I should say, of your cool Uncle Snow and you want a little bit more, you're going to want to check out Radioactive Metal over there to get all of your metal goodness. 
So yep. in the meantime, oh sorry, no, I said yep. I was just agreeing with you. <laughs> I'm just the, agreeing. With in you. The, in the, no, this is where you're yeah. going to screw me up, oh, and sorry. I'm actually going to screw it up now. Okay. In the meantime, <laughs> and in between time, <laughs> that's it. This has been a beautiful episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. Mm-hmm. I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. I'm Dustin Bruca. Signing off. And we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. <laughs>